Maria Nemeth. I'm a PhD psychologist, master certified coach, and the founder and director of the Academy for Coaching Excellence. This podcast is about you and your relationship with money. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Maria, and you are listening to or viewing the Energy of Money podcast. And I am so thrilled that you're here today. We're going to be looking at something that about money that might be a little, a different viewing point that than you would normally have. I want to start out with a question. Do you have trouble with money? If you're like 99% of the people I ask, the answer would be yes. So wouldn't it be interesting to develop a different way of viewing money that might erase some of that trouble? So we're going to start by looking at something that I've been talking about for years, but I just want to pinpoint it right here. Money is energy. It's really nothing more than energy. You know, Joseph Campbell, who was a fabulous author, he wrote Hero with a Thousand Faces. He was quoted as saying that money is nothing more than congealed energy. You can hold it in your hands and do something with it. And that, my friends, is the definition of energy. Energy is the ability for you to get something done in physical reality. For example, let's say you want uh, someone to mow your lawn. So you give them a piece of energy known as a $20 bill. They take it. My God, $20. This is great. And they translate that into movement, mowing your lawn. So there has been an exchange of energy. Do you see that? Furthermore, to get even a, an interesting, more interesting view of money, I want you to take any kind of money you have, a dollar bill, $5, $10, whatever. If you indeed have some money in your wallet, you know, I know a lot of people who no longer carry any money. And to tell the truth, one of the reasons that I like to carry small bills is to, if I see a woman with children asking for money here, I, I'll tend to give it to them. $2, $5. It's a transfer of energy that makes me feel good. But to get back, I want you to hold that piece of money in your hands. And I want you to look at it. Do it right now. If you have some money around, do it. Take it out of your wallet, your purse. Just find a piece of money and do it. Now, I want you to look at that piece of money. I want you to imagine that money is energy and it flows like a river. As you look at that piece of money right now, can you imagine where it's been? What its, its trip has been? Has that money been something that a young kid paid for some candy or a mother using that last little bit of money to buy her children some milk? Or where was that piece of money used? And then if you can imagine that, imagine where it was before that. See, because that piece that you're holding in your hands has 
been through many people's hands. It's true. Just look at it that way. Now, imagine where is that piece of money going? What are you going to use that piece of money for? Buying a hamburger someplace or what are you going to spend it on? Can you imagine once you spend it, where it might go after that? Maybe you gave it to an entrepreneur and they're using that money to meet their overhead, whatever. The point is, do you see that that piece that you're holding in your hands is part of a never-ending river and it's flowing through you right now? That's what energy does. It flows from one place to the next. Energy, for the most part, for the most part, flows naturally and easily. But let's look at where it gets stopped up. Where in your relationship with money does it tend to get clogged? So I want you to remember money is energy and think now that you and I are conscious conduits of energy. What is a conduit? It's the ability to take energy from one place. Let's say when we're looking at water, a conduit will take energy from one place like a river and bring it to another place like a farm field or a garden or a little pond. But you see, you and I, by the same tokens, are conscious conduits of the energy of money. And what does that mean? Well, just as the money comes to us and is meant to flow through us so that we can water, to use multiple metaphors, the garden of our goals and dreams. Do you see that? Sometimes your conduit gets clogged up. And what that means is that it becomes harder and harder to use money to water your garden of goals and dreams. Now, what is the clog? I want to be very specific with you. And I hope I've been very clear right now so that you can see that you are that conduit of the energy of money. So where does it get clogged? Well, incomplete money business clogs your conduit. What do I mean by incomplete money business? Take a deep breath as you hear me saying these things, okay? Have you checked your credit card bill at the end of each month to see whether or not there's something that you're spending money on that you're not getting any value from? Believe it or not, that's a clog. Have you paid all of the bills that you've received over the past month, electricity, whatever it is? Or are there some bills that are incomplete? You've put them off till later. Is there a, at the end of the month, is there an amount of the energy of money that you still owe the credit card company, but you decide to, oh, I'll just pay off a little bit of it now. And of course, if you start doing that After a while, the credit card company will start charging you up to 17%, you know, because credit card companies do not want to be your bank. They don't want to have any accounts receivable. 
So they will penalize you and me for not paying our credit card bills on time. Other incomplete business related to money, believe it or not. You know you need a dental appointment and you've been putting it off. How about a physical appointment, meeting with a doctor for a physical fitness test, or if you're a woman, for the kinds of x-rays that we need, like a mammogram, etc. Are you current with that? Let's say that you've needed to take your dog to the vet and you've been putting it off because you think you don't have the money. That's an incomplete item. So you see, incomplete items can be things as not paying the bills on time, taking out loans that were, we said we would pay down, you know, bonafide loans that we haven't done. Okay. Insurance. Do you have proper insurance? If you're a homeowner, do you have the amount of homeowning insurance that you really need? If you have an apartment, do you have insurance for your goods in case they ever got stolen? Do you see what I'm talking about when I say incomplete money business? That's what makes our relationship with money difficult. That's the one thing that makes our relationship with money difficult because in our hearts, we know all of the incompletions that we have when it comes to money. I have an incomplete money checklist that I purposely did not bring to this podcast because I didn't want to cause you to hyperventilate when you heard it all. But what I'm going to do is ask you on your own recognizance, on your own ability, make a list of at least 10 money items that you know are still incomplete. And money items can have anything to do with your health, with, as I said, with insurance, with paying down loans, but I bet you have some other ones too. Yes. Now, make a promise to yourself that you're going to tackle at least one of these pieces of incompletion. What you're doing, you see, is you're, you're handling one clog in your conduit. You're chipping away at it. And what happens? The money that wants to come through you to do something that you will enjoy or something constructive or you know, to water the garden of your goals and dreams. You'll have more money for that because it isn't tied up in all of these incompletions. You know, I once had a, a guy who actually looked at this with me and he said, Dr. Maria, I have, I have 10 or 12 money incompletions. He said, no wonder when I wanted to approach bank for a, a line of credit for my business, I got anxious. I got anxious because unconsciously, I knew I had all these incompletions. Now, another woman who took care of a lot of her incompletions, one of the things she reported to me is, you know what? I have started a vacation savings account. Why? Because I am not doing things unconsciously with money that will serve to become an incompletion. In other words, you know, some of the games you can download onto your iPhone that you know you're going to spend money on. 
you know, you know, they say, oh, this is for free, but they count on you to spend a little money to get out of the predicament that you are in that particular game. Maybe it's time to stop playing that particular game or at least add up all of the money that you've spent on it. I think you'd be surprised. And concentrate instead on what it is you really want out of your life. You know, do you desire to be an adventurer? But you've been longing for an adventure and you think you'll never get there. But I tell you, paying down your incompletions and using money for what you really want, not what you think you must have. You will start having a relationship with money that's a lot more easy. As a matter of fact, you'll be experiencing my definition of financial success. So financial success is doing what you said you would do consistently with money, with clarity, focus, ease, and grace. Where clarity is about being clear about what you really want out of life with money. Focus means learning how to train your brain to focus on what you truly want. You know, even opening up a vacation savings account with $50 a month gives you 600 bucks at the end of the year. $100 a month is 1200 bucks. You get the math and so on. But you can begin to use money for what you truly want because you're clearing away the clogs. So ease, remember clarity, focus, ease, ease is about learning how to take small, sweet steps towards what you truly want in life. And that's why you hear me talking about having a money goal that allows you to take a vacation, for example, and saving 50 bucks, $75, maybe even $100 a month because you're not spending it on other stuff and you're paying down all your bills so you feel some ease. Hmm? I promise you, you'll end up having what you want as long as you take small, sweet step and grace. <laughs> grace is the ability to see the blessings that surround us always and the, the entryway, the gateway to grace is gratitude, being grateful for what you have right here and right now. So this is Dr. Maria. I know I've given you a lot to think about, you know, but I'm confident that if you see that you are a conscious conduit of energy, number one, and that number two, that money is energy. So it's meant to flow through you to do something that you love with it or something that you want. Like, I don't know, maybe even affording, if you're in an apartment, affording to have a bigger apartment if it's very small. Whatever, whatever. You see, if you apply clarity, focus, ease, and grace, and you clear up those incompletions one by one, I promise you, within the next three to six months, you are going to be breathing easy when it comes to your relationship with money. 
Don't believe me? Try it out. I've been doing this with thousands of people over quite a few decades. So right now, this is Dr. Maria, coach who helps people with their money, signing out. See you next time.